Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's an economist, a former uh, economist and uh, advisor for President Trump. It is uh, Steve Moore. Steve, how are you? Good to see you. Hi, Joe. Great to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, really glad to have you. We've got the big State of the Union address tomorrow night. And leading up to the State of the Union, the Biden administration has been lying their faces off about the economy. Uh, in fact, Pete Buttigieg was on with, uh, with Chuck Todd yesterday on NBC. And uh, Chuck Todd said, there's so much Biden can tout. Why do you think the American public just not resonating with them? The Pete Buttigieg gave some ridiculous standard answer that didn't really get into any specifics. Biden claims that he's made millions and tens of millions of jobs. Steve, is that true? Well, I just did a uh, uh, article for the New York Post that just posted today that really goes through all of these lies on the economy. By the way, you know um, he is a Biden is a record-breaking president. If you want to call count illegal crossings over the border or the inflation rate or the debt rate or the, you know, food prices. Yeah. He's number one in that area. (laughs) So so, uh, talk about putting lipstick on a pig. Now it is true that, you know, he got a a good jobs report for the the country uh, on Friday and that's good. The jobs market is good right now. No question about it. And I'm very happy about that. That means, you know, people who are not working, if you, if you need to find a job, the jobs are out there, but you know, what's happening is people's, Wages keep falling behind because of Biden inflation, which is hardly under control. Yes. You know, we hit an inflation rate of 9.2% this summer, and we're still at 6.5%, which is one of the highest inflation rates in 40 years. The average family has lost about three to $4,000 of purchasing power when you adjust for inflation. How is that a good economic record? Well, it's not. And when it comes to the jobs thing, I'm going to be bold here and say Biden didn't do anything to create jobs. These are jobs that are coming back online because we kept the, the economy closed for way too long. Uh, these jobs are available, yet people didn't want to go work them because Biden was sending them free money and disincentivizing people going back to work. So, yes, I agree with you. It's great that there are more jobs available, but they're jobs that should have been filled a long time ago. And they're jobs, as you said, that aren't paying. Look, you can't buy a carton of eggs, I think, in California for under six fifty. $7 a, a carton. So people's wages, as you said, are literally in decline if you compare it with the cost of living. So how can one be as delusional as to pretend that's a good thing? Well, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're, and I've worked for politicians and presidents, and right. sometimes when you get, you know, get a bad hand, and let's face it, you know, he wasn't dealt a bad hand. He was actually dealt a good hand. That was, that's one of his biggest lies, by the way. He said, 
oh, when I took over, the economy was in ruins. No, it wasn't. Not, a, no, not even a little bit. The economy well, grew by 20% in yeah. the second half of 2020. In the six months before Biden came into office, we had the new vaccine that had just come out, was just um, announced, you know, week after the uh, tr- the election. Gee, right. that was suspicious. It came out after the election. Right. So everything was set up. I mean, I'm, look, I'm a little biased because I did work for Donald Trump as an economic advisor. But I honestly believe that if Trump were still president, we wouldn't be talking about OPEC. We wouldn't be talking about a four dollar gallon gasoline. We wouldn't be talking about, uh, you know, adding four and a half trillion dollars to the debt. We'd be talking about an economy that would be booming. And so we're not. And we're only still catching up to where we were before the pandemic. He was an economist for Donald Trump. It's uh, economist Steve Moore. Go and check out freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org. Also check out his, uh, his article that he wrote for the New York Post today. Uh, when it comes to the inflation, I'm glad you brought this up. Biden was asked last week by a reporter, and suddenly these reporters are starting to ask real questions, which is inter- interesting to me. But he was asked, um, do you take any responsibility for the soaring inflation rate? He said, no, man, I took over that, that, that bad inflation. What are you talking about? When, when you and I both know the inflation was 1.4 when he took over, and as you said, it was over 9. It was eight for, for many, many weeks and months, and now it's six and a half. Of course, he's responsible for it. And again, I guess they think if they say it, it can become true. So let me ask you specifically, what is it that, that way, Biden that, did? No, that, no, go that's ahead. One, that's one of the six lies that I, the one that you just mentioned. Right. How, how can anybody with a straight face, does he really think we're that stupid, Joe? Does I guess. That think that inflation he inherited inflation. He, in, in fact, he inherited the lowest inflation rate in 40 years. You know, when he came into office, and then he took it to the highest inflation rate in 40 years. So he took it from what you're right, 1.4 percent, and then 18 months later, it's 9.2 percent. Is he going to blame that on Trump? Really? And he also he also inherited a, a, a secure border, Steve. And okay. and the border, as much as it's a humanitarian crisis, as much as it's a safety and security issue, this is also an economic issue, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, you're right. He keeps talking about how they've secured the border and he's quote doing everything he can to secure the border but wait a minute you know that we, we have millions of illegal crossings multiple times more than we had under trump by the way does it make any sense to you joe i never you know there's no saying a, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link right why would you you know under trump we built 80 percent of the wall and then biden won't fi- fix it so that chain is you know what's the point of having a wall if you're not going to finish it. And the answer is because they don't want to finish it because they don't want a wall because they don't want to deter illegal immigrants from coming in this country. And and by the way, those numbers that we tout about illegal crossings, Joe, those are the ones we know about. Yes. Think about the millions of no, people exactly right. and, we and, don't and even know about. We had the Mexican president, Steve, as I'm sure you saw, congratulate and thank Biden because he's the first president in the last, uh, I don't know, four or five presidents that hasn't added even one meter to the wall. And Biden took that as if it was a compliment. When it comes to the economy, though, when you've got all of these people coming here illegally and this administration's policies say they can start competing for jobs right now, that that's going to uh, decidedly bring wages down and j- make jobs more scarce, won't it? Well, look, I'm very in favor of immigration. I think we actually Me need too. more. But they have to come in legally. And we can't have... You can have people coming in who are criminals, who are people who haven't been screened for, you know, diseases and viruses, for people who are basically, you know, uh, unable to take care of themselves. I mean, immigrants, we want people who want to be productive citizens in this country. And it's not fair to the people who do work, wait in line. And the fact that we have such an out-of-control border now is actually making it difficult to really get a sound immigration policy. Our immigration policy is broken, and Biden has made it that way. 
It's amazing. It's Steve and don't Moore. forget, by the yeah. way, the most important thing. He wants these people to vote. Did you know that? Of course he does. He wants them to vote. He wants them to compete for jobs. He wants them to bring their culture and not even assimilate to becoming Americans. Those who wait in line, like my grandfather, those who wait in line to come here legally love this country and the opportunity it offers. And they wanted to say, look what I can bring for you. The people who are coming here are being handed a, a, a just a bag of riches and goods, and they're not required to do anything. It just it doesn't make any sense. And economically, I think we're suffering for it. It's Steve Moore, economist, freedomworks.org. Check out his, uh, his article that he wrote in the, the New York Post today. Let me ask you about the gas prices. Biden said the gas prices went up because of Putin. You and I both know the gas prices were soaring way before Putin did anything in Ukraine. And then when the gas prices started coming down, he said, well, look what I did for you. I lowered the gas prices by, by getting it from the SPF, of course, or the, the SPR. Um, now they stopped getting it from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Now the gas prices are soaring again. Steve, is he going to blame Putin again? What's he going to blame now? He can't take any more out of the, out of the reserves. We're going to be out. Yeah, so that's another one of the Whopper lies. He says he's bringing gas prices down. Well, no, not exactly, Joe. I mean, when when again when Trump left office, the price of gas was about two fifty a gallon, slightly higher than two, may have been two fifty nine. Yeah. And they remember they skyrocketed to five dollars a gallon. Right. Summer, and now they're down to like three fifty nine a gallon, which is still a dollar more a gallon than when Trump left office. Right. And he's, Claiming credit for he did the same thing on the deficit, Joe. He said, I, "Have you heard this one?" He said, "I reduced the deficit by one point four trillion," and I'm like, "Wait a minute! We've had the two highest deficit years ever in history under Biden." So he's saying, "Oh, my first year, I increased the deficit by two point eight trillion, and <laughs> I, reduced, I increased it by one point four trillion." So there, it's like saying, "If you if you gain forty pounds, right?" One, or in the next game, or you gain 30 pounds, you say, oh, I lost 10 pounds. Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> Well, it doesn't. Well, even the, the CBO doesn't make any sense. Even the CBO said it doesn't make any sense, and the, that's the Congressional Budget Office, and, and they're nonpartisan allegedly. Um, at the end of the day, he's saying things that just don't make any sense, and he's likely to say a lot of those things tomorrow night. So, if you somehow were advising the House of Representatives, which is run by Republicans now, and there are some major conservatives that are leading some committees, can they do anything? What would you tell them they can do? They have the purse strings. You got to get the Senate to agree too. What can they do right now, in your opinion, Steve, to to fix what's going so wrong economically in this country? Well, you you really put your finger on it, Joe. The one thing that Republicans can do, because they only have a slight majority in one of the houses. Right. Two, but, you know, Joe Biden cannot spend a single penny. Did you know that? He can't spend money. That's Congress can only spend the money. It has to pass Congress. So Republicans can put a break on the spending. Now they have to hold it all together. That's why I feel very strongly, Joe, that, you know, just giving Joe Biden a, because he, what he wants is an unlimited credit card. Right. Just give me the power to borrow whatever I want. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's like giving, you know, the old PJ O'Rourke line about, you know, giving uh, you know, a teenager a bottle of booze and the keys to the car. That's not a very good idea. No, it's not. <laughs> well, well, you're exactly right. But here's the problem. Biden says, I'm not going to negotiate. And, of course, we have all this videotape from 12 years ago when every, every Democrat from Obama on down said, of course, you have to negotiate. But wh- how, how dug in do you think the Republicans are in the House? They can certainly say you can't spend any money. But then the, the, the Democrats in the House and Biden himself are saying the Republicans want to, want to take away from your Social Security. They want to take away your Medicare. Look how horrible they are. They want to shut down the government, these horrible Republicans. How should they respond to that? Well, I think the Republicans have to hold firm here, and it's ridiculous to say we're going to cut Social Security and Medicare. Uh, by the way, Republicans are not, you know, angels when it comes to spending money. That's either. true. Absolutely. They like to borrow a lot of money, too. 
But I think, you know, I, I'm with Kevin McCarthy. No budget, no increase on in the debt. You can't go into a bank and ask for an increase in your credit rating. I mean, your credit card limit until you tell the bank if you've got a pro- how you're going to get out of debt. Yes. So don't you think Joe Biden wants to come out of, with a plan about how to get out of debt? No, he doesn't want to do that. He's acting like a petulant 14 year old girl. Well, he is. And I've got teenage girls, so I know exactly what you're talking about. It's uh, Steve Moore. He, of course, is an economist, freedomworks.org. What's interesting to me is that when Newt Gingrich uh, took over the House and made the contract with America, he forced Bill Clinton to become more moderate and they balanced the budget. Uh, More recently, when Obama wanted a debt ceiling increase, the House of Representatives was able to hold his feet to the fire and cut Mm -hmm. spending and and cap off exactly where the spending would stop. Why why do you think Biden thinks he can say he's not going to negotiate? You and I both know that he's going to. He has to. But why is he trying to play hardball here? The American people aren't for the economy continuing on on this bad path. Because have you ever heard of something, Joe, called modern monetary theory? I have not. That's this lunatic, crazy idea that some second-rate university professors and some second-rate universities came out with, which basically the theory was that the United States, and I'm not making this up, Joe, they, that they believe that the government can borrow and spend whatever it wants to, and it's not going to have neg- any negative effects because we're the world currency. Well, th- I think most people with a junior high education realize that's a lunatic theory. Of course. But that's exactly what Biden is doing. He's just basically thinking, I can send the debt up into the stratosphere. He's already done that. And he wants to keep borrowing and keep borrowing and keep spending and keep spending. Somebody's got to show me anywhere in the world, you know, Mexico, Bolivia, Argentina, Venezuela, Greece, where that story has ever had a happy ending. We are like a locomotive, Joe, just bulging ahead right over a cliff. And Biden's just whistling Dixie and saying we can just keep doing this forever. I think most people realize that's a very, very dangerous idea. So they think that they should just be able to borrow. No credit card limit. No limit. Makes no, no limit. sense. If I, if I max out my credit card, my credit card company says, show me how you're going to pay it back or pay this down some, we'll consider increasing the limit. You don't just do it because you can. It's Steve Moore, former Trump uh, economic advisor. He, of course, uh, freedomworks.org. Check out the story he wrote. I don't want to get in the weeds on this. And, and last question, but I want to bring up Cloward and Piven. And I just want to, I want to uh, generalize it uh, to those who are listening and watching. A couple of pinhead uh, college professors said, hey, why don't we just completely make the economy broke and start from scratch? I think Obama really was trying to do Cloward and Piven by putting 48% more or 48 million more people, I think the number was, on entitlements. Let's have the government just pay for everybody, to, for everything, we'll go broke, and then the rich won't be rich and the poor won't be poor. Everybody will be the same. It's a push for socialism. Do you think we're still seeing that under Biden? Yeah, it's the old saying of, you know, to save the village, we have to burn it down, right? right? And that's exactly what they're doing. And, you know, the first question I ever get, I get asked when, uh, about Biden is people ask me, are they doing this intentionally? You know, and I, I always say, I don't know if it's intentional, but if you wanted to destroy America, what would you do? You destroy its energy source, you destroy its currency through high inflation, you destroy its finances, you destroy its border. I could go down the line. Everything you would do if you're a doctor evil, right. he's doing. So, so even if it's not intentional, the end result is, and I'm with you on yeah. that, but, 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 but what, what's happening is real. It doesn't right. matter if it was intentional or by accident. It's really happening to regular Americans. Uh, Steve, I appreciate your knowledge and the fact that you jumped in the chair as quickly as you did today. Thank you so much. We're going to look you. at, we're going to look forward to Biden's speech tomorrow. And I think everything that you hit in that article, and everybody should go read it. The New York Post are written by Steve Moore. Uh, he's probably going to hit and he's going to lie. Hopefully Sarah Sanders will do a very, very good job. And I'm sure she will in her response tomorrow you know night. What I said should be her la- the last line of her uh, what? of her speech 
Joe Biden, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she does that. I'm going to give you the, the kudos that you deserve. Steve, thanks a million. I really appreciate the knowledge. Let's do it again very soon. Okay, thanks, Joe. All right, Bye. brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Really appreciate uh, Steve Moore coming on. Former economic advisor for President Trump. He wrote that article in the New York Post. Look, look it up at nypost.com and uh, look up Steve Moore. Moore is M-O-O-R-E. M-O-O-R-E. It's not easy to say. M-O-O-R-E. Steve Moore. Go and check that out. Also, I mean, everything that he said is right. Biden has been touting his own praises. And he's talking about how great the economy is because he lowered gas prices. But then again, he lowered them less than he raised them. He's also touting his own praises that he lowered the debt somehow when he actually raised the debt before he lowered it, and he lowered it less than he raised it. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I like his comparison. You gain 40 pounds, and then next year you gain 30, and then you claim that you lost 10 pounds. You didn't. It's just not the way that it happens. So uh, I really like the information that he gave. If you're not sure about Cloward and Piven, look it up. Cloward and Piven, I believe there were a couple of um, pinhead College professors, university professors, might have been one of these Ivy League schools. I think 1966, I think, is when they did it. And they basically said, let's bankrupt the economy. If we bankrupt the economy, we can start everything from scratch. How do you do that? You spend way more money than you have. You spend way more money than you have, like have $32 trillion in debt and ask for an increase in the debt ceiling for some reason. So you spend way more than than you have now or ever will get keep on increasing the spending, put more people on entitlements, and then act like, well, the whole thing went bust. we got to start all over. And guess who owns your ass if we start all over? Any ideas? Yeah, the government. That's who owns that ass. Because you now cannot go out and through meritocracy and through hard work make more money than you're making now because the whole economy went bust. So the government's going to say, well, we'll make sure you got some food, some clothing, some shelter, and some transportation. And you've got no freedom left. Now they get to do everything for you, and the freedom is gone. Look up Cloward and Piven. i got to be honest with you. I think it's Cloward's, it's C-L-O-W-A-R-D, and Piven is P-I-V-E-N. It could be Cloward with a K. I think it's with a C. But look it up. There's an article they wrote, and people like Obama, people like Biden, people like Valerie Jarrett, people like down-the-line, far-left-wing loons, all bought into it. They would love to bankrupt this country and start everything over. By the way, once you start everything over, it's only the little people. The elite class, the ruling class, will still live high in the hog. They'll get anything they want. Sort of like um, Cesar Chavez in El Maduro in Venezuela. As people are eating their own pets to make sure they can feed their families, these guys are eating prime rib. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stop by the website. Make sure you check out all the social media. We're coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show.